0: Hello everyone, I wanted to come on tonight and talk to you a little bit about something that I think that we all struggle with and that is imperfect witchcraft and being an imperfect witch. So I was thinking about the struggles that we have within ourselves as far as witchcraft and our practice goes and feeling like we are enough and feeling like we measure up even to other witches. And I think, as for myself, as a long time practicing witch, there's a stigma that you should know a lot more than sometimes we even know ourselves and I feel like we are constantly doubting ourselves and our spell work and even our dedication sometimes to the gods or the goddesses or whoever you're you're working with and Sometimes those things occur because of maybe social media a little bit. And I think that social media has done a huge disservice to the craft because it has led into us having access to more witches, which is fine. However, I think that it's kind of a mind game for us because we are able to take a peek into what the aesthetic looks like and sometimes, you know, sometimes our aesthetic is messy and it's busy and it's forgetful and how do you post that on your, your Instagram page? you really don't want to because you don't want anybody else to think that you are an imperfect witch and i think that that has a lot to do with um self-acceptance and knowing that it's okay to be a mess and scattered and human because at the end of the day that's what we all are So I think it's a disservice for us to um, compare ourselves to what you see on social media. Now, I have heard other witches say that their curated feeds on, say, Instagram or um, whatever social media platform that they're on, it's sort of like the one place that we can look like we have it all together, but it sort of is a creative outlook and a creative um, a creative thing for us to maybe see what we have envisioned in our minds of what we want our practice to look like, so it's more about the creativity and a reminder maybe to manifest Those things in your daily practice Um, and that's not such a bad thing because it is an outlet it can be a creative outlet but I think that as witches we need to remember that that sometimes is all it is and that that's not what it really it looks like every day because the everyday is not (sighs) sitting in the trees and casting spells in the forest with the woodland creatures with a you know long flowing dress on and your hair beautifully done sometimes it's running to the grocery store in your sweatpants and picking up herbs because you are trying to cast for something and you forgot that you ran out the last time you were casting and your hair's in a fun bun and <laughs> you have you know no makeup on whatever and that's okay because that's normal and we're imperfect and sometimes as imperfect witches we can forget traditions or um, maybe even forgetting to to take time and pay a daily homage to our deities or you forget the moon phases or you forget that it's a full moon or you forget it's a dark moon or you don't know what all the sigils mean and you still are learning each one of the tarot cards and your can't remember the name of all the herbs can't remember what they're used for you have to write them down i have to look into a book i mean that stuff is okay and that's that's why it's called a practice right because we're constantly practicing to get better i think sometimes also we also need to remember to take one thing and get really really good at it And then move on to something else. So you're not scattered in a bunch of different, in a bunch of different places. And when that happens, that leads to us feeling very overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, that doesn't lend to your self-confidence as a witch. So, and you know what? Sometimes... You cast a spell and it doesn't work and that's okay and you might need to redo it and maybe you need to add this or you need to add that or maybe your intention wasn't clear enough those things happen and that's normal and it's also okay if you don't have all the tools if you don't have all the tools that you see or that you read about that other people have it's okay not to have those things. If you think about it, back in the very early times, we couldn't just go to the store and pick up bay leaves or whatever it is that you're looking Or you couldn't, maybe you had to make your own candles or you had to make your own herbs like you or in your own oils like you couldn't just go somewhere and pick them all up so you sort of had to go where it was needed and if you didn't have it then you just made do without it that's why you know the old the old adage that a white candle is universal because sometimes you just don't have a purple candle or a red candle But you know, your white candles are universal, so it's sort of just knowing that it's not going to be perfect every single time. It's not going to look like it looks like on someone's feed. And here's the other thing, how many times did it take to get that exact shot or that exact video that they put on their story until they got it right? Those are all things that you need to keep in the back of your mind. And not comes, come down so hard on yourself. And it is about, it's just about messing up a lot. And it's about writing down your experiences in doing those things. So if you are documenting and writing down in your grimoire or, you know, that's the other thing, a grimoire, right? Like you're a witch now, so every witch should have a huge, often, you know, what looks authentic, charmed, Um, replica for their grimoire when guess what sometimes your grimoire is just a legal a yellow legal pad that's sitting on your desk because you haven't had time to go find or afford something that extravagant or it's just a regular little book that maybe they're having on sale during back-to-school season and you buy three or four composition notebooks and that's okay our practice is personal, and it's what it, what we make it. And sometimes we don't know all the answers, and that's where the studying and the reading and the turning to other witches for information and how they do things, what they do, and what and then that can help you. But I think a lot of witches also are afraid to tell you the truth and that is it's an imperfect practice and it should be because from imperfection that's where you learn the most and that's where we grow the most so if you base your practice on trying to emulate another witch you're failing already if that thought is in your mind that that witch is doing something better than what you can do or it looks better or she looks like she has it more together than you do you're already going to fail because that's not reality and we we just need to be a little bit more a little bit more soft on ourselves and give us each the grace that we're allowing other people so On a side note, um, back to talking about real quick about your tools and all the things that we practice with, if you look at it like a toolbox and you have all these things in there and they're rumbling around but you're not really sure what to do with them and you take out, say, a hammer but you need a screwdriver and you're trying to Figure out how to make this hammer turn this screw. You need to take one thing out of your toolbox and get to know it really, really well and practice with it, get used to it, get familiar with it, use it every day, read as much as you can about it, and then become an expert with it. And then you can put it back. Take out something else out of your toolbox and learn how to use that. But don't go somewhere and assume that another witch is going to use that same tool the way that you do, because there's no right or wrong. It's how you decide that you want to practice and what your practice looks like. And it's not always going to be fun. And it's not always going to be beautiful. And it's a lot of shadow work. And it's a lot of messy, dirty, emotional work. And sometimes you may not even want to deal with it. So you put it away. Until you hear it calling you. And then you bring it back out. Because you're ready. But self-doubt in yourself as a witch is what 9 times out of 10 turns people away from the craft because they might want it right now. They don't want to take the time to use learn how to use that tool. But if they what they don't understand is the more they use it, the more they fail at it while using it and then bring it out and use it again, they're going to, eventually, you are going to be a master at that skill. Now, speaking of that, being a master of a skill, for some things, are going to come very naturally and some things are going to take a lot of time. Because it's not innate. I think that some witches, just like people, regular people, they're better at certain things than others. I might have a propensity towards tarot cards. But my sister witch might have a better time using sigils or ruins or scrying um, or candle magic. It just kind of depends on where, what you just naturally gravitate towards. And sometimes you do gravitate towards stuff that, well, you wanna be really good at, but you're just not as good as, you know, somebody else. And that's okay too. That just means it's gonna take you a lot harder, a lot longer, and it's gonna be a little bit harder for you to master that. But think of the things that you are really good at just naturally, and they just speak to you, and you innately know that that is what you're drawn to and that's something that's a hard lesson to learn because you think I'm a witch I should be good at all these things but it's kind of like picking um a specialty right like I might be a gray witch but I also am a kitchen witch Or, I'm also a green witch. There's no limit to the amount of things that your practice can look like, and no one should box you into just one little thing. Because the more you box yourself in, the more imperfect you feel. Because maybe you're not mastering what it is that you have been called to because you can't hear it, because you're too busy trying to keep up with everyone else, or what you think everyone else is. I mean, yeah, like, I would love to be walking around all day in beautiful, uh, Stevie Nicks outfits that are flowy and witchy and, you know, hippie, but that's not my lifestyle. I don't have time for that. I run a daycare. I can't be, (laughs) I'm like a mess half the day. So what you envision in your mind, because it's what you've seen, or it's what you think a witch should look like and then you knocking yourself because you can't attain that standard is the hugest, most gigantic disservice that you can do as a practicing witch. So just don't do it. Don't You are perfect in your imperfection and that's okay. And sometimes you can have a manifestation board or you can have a manifestation Instagram page that inspires you, right? It inspires you and your growth and your journey and it's almost like a journal of um, your progress, But to look at others' feeds and think that that perfection of what it looks like is the reality, it's really not. And that's a place sometimes I think we all get stuck in. So turn it off. Unplug, spend some time, light your candles, pull out your books, journal, practice your spells, and remember that being imperfect makes you the perfect witch. Okay, you guys, this is the Dark Raven Witch, and I will be talking to you soon. And I hope that you have a really good week. And I will come up with another random topic to talk about next time. All right. Thanks. Bye, you guys.